Good morning and happy Sabbath to everyone. It's awesome to be here in the house of the Lord. It's great to be here opening the Word of God with you. And it, for me personally, it's also fun because I have a cousin who lives in the area. Branyo, some of you know him. And two days ago, uh, when we met after we didn't see each other for a long time, we went for a little walk, 90 degrees outside in Cleveland, and he made his very awesome statement. I don't know if you remember as we were walking and he says, it feels so nice. Finally, it cooled down. And I'm like, yeah, it must be in Texas. In Michigan, when it's 89, we call it extreme heat. And now here at 90, ah, it feels so good. It finally cooled down. Anyway, it's awesome to be in the house of the Lord. And I'm glad that we can keep chasing that wisdom that we started on Thursday. We've been looking at texts from uh, the wisdom literature and then We've been also combining those texts with the stories from the book of Genesis. And so now, after Ecclesiastes, you're going to go back to Genesis and look at the wisdom from the perspective of those stories in the book of Genesis. Listen to your heart. Do you know that statement? There's a song. Follow your heart. The heroes of the stories in the movies who are they? Those are the people who listen and follow their heart. I had a friend a couple years ago who was making some really bad decisions, like really dumb. And he was sharing some of those things that he was doing. And I didn't even say anything. I just, I just looked at him and he's like, wait, dude, don't, what, what are you judging me for? I'm, I have to listen to my heart. I have to follow my heart. Listen to your heart. As we're following the story of the book of Genesis, we started in Genesis chapter 1. And we met God and we saw God. And what was God doing? God was creating the world. And at the end of every day, or sometimes even during the day, he looked. He kept looking. He kept seeing things. And it always says the same thing. Something repeated. Remember that? It says, and God saw that it was good. And then we went into chapter 2 and we realized that God also saw what was bad, right? He, he knew that there was one tree, it was really bad. And then God did certain things. He saw that this was good and he took it and he gave it to Adam and Eve and he says, here, eat, enjoy. And then yesterday, Pastor Michael in his great sermon took us to Genesis chapter 3. And we saw this statement again and it shocked us because it didn't say, and God saw that it was good. Remember what it said? It says, and Eve saw the tree that it was good. And suddenly we realized, wait, there is something off. Something is wrong. It's not supposed to be Eve. We know it's God. We already repeated that nine, nine times. God saw that it was good. But now it's Eve. And you know the end of the story. You know how it ends. So today we are going to continue in that story. What happens when we look? Uh, a year ago, I moved to Europe, and I'm working there as a pastor. And in the place where I live, right to the right of uh, my window, as things were opening up after COVID, somebody opened up a burger place. And in the city where I live, vegetarianism is super popular. So all the advertising, it's always about vegetarian food. And so they put this big poster of this delicious burger 
And I kept looking for a whole entire year at that burger place. It's a little more expensive, but I knew that's a delicious burger. I looked and I saw and I knew that's a good burger. Like a super green lettuce, perfect tomato, little just delicious burger. And so for a year, I kept walking around this burger. And a week before I came here, I, w- I went for a walk with a friend. And then we were trying to make a decision. Where are we going to eat? And I remembered there is this burger every day I think about. I need to try this good burger. And so we went there. We were sitting outside. Um, we paid this little extra money to get this delicious burger. And they brought us the burger. Perfect temperature, not 90, less than 90. Um, just the perfect scenery. The burger came out. They brought the burger. And it's exactly like it was on the picture. I knew it. It was a good burger. And then I took a bite. And I knew I just wasted a lot of money. <laughs> it was the tasteless, worst burger ever. Look at, uh, with me at the story in the book of Genesis. It will be in Genesis chapter 6. So open your Bibles, Genesis chapter 6. And before I read, let me pray with you one more time. Our Heavenly Father, we're going to listen to you right now. We're going to read your word. What a privilege. But we want to ask you, please open our eyes so that we can see what is good. Thank you. Amen. Genesis chapter 6, and I'm going to start in verse 1. And this is what the story says. And then man began to multiply on the face of the earth and... Daughters were born to them. And then the sons of God saw, and we already know this sentence from somewhere. We read this sentence many times in Genesis 1. We saw it in Genesis 2. We read it yesterday in Genesis 3. And somebody saw, now it's sons of God, these men. They saw, and look what it says. And they saw these daughters of men, and they saw that they were good. I know some of your Bible translations maybe say beautiful. That's a good translation. But it's actually this exact same word that we saw so many times. Just as the daughters of, of men were good. And then it says, and they took exactly like Eve for themselves, whichever one, whatever, whatever they wanted, they took. And then the Lord said, my spirit will not be with men forever. We started Genesis 1 and we met God and he was there. He was, he was there in the mess and he started creating and his presence was always there with us. But then Eve started looking around and Eve started to make those decisions. What is good? What is bad? And the result, not that good. And now we meet men and they say, I know what is right. I know what is good. I saw that woman. She's good for me. Don't judge me. I know. I have to follow the desire of my heart. I know what is good for me. In uh, 2010, I started teaching my first class, Theology of the Old Testament, at the seminary. And uh, one of the students that uh, was in that class shared with me his own personal journey. And what an interesting journey. Uh, He went to the seminary to do his master's long time before he took a class with me. But the first time when he was there doing his master's degree, one day his seminarian, some of the Adventist friends, took him to a bar. And they walked into a bar and they ordered alcohol and he didn't. But they told him, you are missing out. 
You are missing out. This is good. You can just take a sip. And he went with them again. And they told him, this is good. You should follow the desire of your... It, it's good. It's, nothing is going to happen to you. And he tried. And he became an alcoholic. His conference that sponsored him, of course, he lost his job. He was thrown out of the seminary because he failed all his classes. And his, his life just went totally the opposite way. And then he told me the moment where his life changed. He said, one day somebody woke him up and he opened his eyes and he was lying under the highway, under the overpass of the highway, and around him were homeless people and drug addicts. And above him, the guy that woke him up was an old man and he could see that his life was destroyed by drugs and alcohol. And this old man is looking at him and he tells him, you don't belong here. Why did it happen? Because he followed the desire of his heart. We f he followed what his eyes told him was good. And by the grace of God, his, his wife, though she, he hurt her a lot, she never left him. She waited for him. And by the grace of God, the conference was able to hire him back. And he came back to the university and he finished his master's degree and now he's a pastor. But what a story. So many years wasted. Why? Because he knew that that thing was good. Let's continue in that story. I'm going to jump into verse 5. And then it says, And then the Lord saw. And we are back to square one. We started with God looking in Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 2. Then in Genesis chapter 3, it was Eve looking. In Genesis chapter 6, Men are looking, but now God is going to take a peek again. And it says, and God looked, right? He saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth. And every intention, every thought, everything was just evil. Why? Because men followed the desire of their heart. Men knew what is right and what is wrong. They had their own wisdom. And what was the wisdom? They saw that burger and it looked absolutely delicious. How did they know it? How did Eve know that that tree was going to give her knowledge? How did she know? Did she look through her eyes? Did she have some magic eyes? No. She looked through the eyes of the snake. And when I saw that burger, and I was 100% sure, I mean, the price, wow, of course, for that price, it, it's going to be a good burger. It's probably even healthy. How did I know? The advertising. I was looking through someone else's eyes. We are actually always looking through someone's eyes. The question is, through whose eyes are we looking when we are following the desires of our heart? You know, psalmist, several times, David, in several psalms, he says, God, change my heart, and then he adds, Change the desires of my heart so that my desires are your desires. And then the story continues. And it's a sad story. God saw that the wickedness is horrible. And then we even encounter God and his feelings in chapter in 6, verse 6. 
And the Lord was sorry. He was sad that he had made man. And he grieved, and it grieved him in his heart. There is a beautiful ending to this story. It's a sad story, but in verse 8 it says, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And I'm not going to go into that beautiful ending. I want to look at, the, at that warning that we have here. Where does wisdom come from? Does it come from our eyes? When I look at something, I, I am trying to figure out whom I'm going to marry, and I look at that guy, I look at that girl. How do I know? Whose wisdom am I, am I following? You know, it's interesting. Sometimes we look at a person, and he has three PhDs, he published, he's a professor, he invented some great thing, and we say, that's wisdom. And you know what the Bible says? If that person does not fear God, if he does not follow God, he's not wise. Where does wisdom come from? Does it come from the very smart woman we call Eve? And she looked and he, she saw and it was good? Does it come from a man who walk around and they saw all these beautiful women and they say, that's good. I know. I know it's delicious. It's good for me. Don't judge me. I have to follow the desires of my heart. Or does it come from God who actually knows what is good and who actually wants us to have what is good and wants us to have a great life? So which advertising are we going to follow? The advertising that comes from God or the advertising that comes from the snake? Our Heavenly Father, we are here this morning chasing wisdom. We are trying to find what is wisdom. And sometimes we know that the wisdom is on our heart and we want to follow our hearts. Sometimes we look and we see and our eyes tell us this is good. But oftentimes the result is horrible. And so right now we are here in front of you saying, God, please change our heart. Change the desires of our heart. So next time when we look at the things around us and we see, may our eyes are your eyes. May our desires are your desires. So that when we see that food, when we see that clothing, when we see that man or a woman and all those amazing things around us, may what we see is what you see. So that we can follow your desires and not the desires of the one who is against us. Thank you, God, for listening to us. And thank you that you share wisdom with us. Amen.